It is time now. It's time for the Tuesday Tinder Podcast on the Master Hi, it's Ronald Switch Moore. I'm happening. <laughs> I'm happening. I am happening. I'm here. I am getting my groove on because I'm drinking the best coffee in the world. Mm. Speaking of Robins, as I do every day, um, I did get a male response from Robins. I'm just trying to find it. Ah, here it is. So, if you don't know, I love Robins. Their Sip to Win contest just ended uh, March 31st. And uh, I, I sent them, I realized you could enter the contest just by mail, no purchase necessary. So, I sent them, I think about seven. Uh, I sent seven, but I've only received one response last week. And this was sent February 25th. And I don't know what's inside it. Let's open it up. Maybe I won 10,000. Actually, you gotta hand it to Robbins this year or this this run of Sip to Win on their Twitter account. They've announced winners uh, that someone won a thousand dollars. I don't remember them doing that too much before. I always wondered who wins these things because <laughs> it certainly doesn't say on the website as far as I remember. Anyway, so I open it up. Let's see what they sent. There's something in here. It is oh, what it is. <laughs> it is uh, a Robbins cup uh, that they've ripped. It's flat, so it's just the top half of a Robin's cup, and I actually get to open it up and see. I actually get to flip the rim. <laughs> that's hilarious. Anything else in here? No. So that's cool. <laughs> okay, let's do it. We are rolling it up. It does feel like it has not been tampered with, which is good. Sometimes I think that, oh, maybe these are opened by the employees and then resealed. Opening it up, and it says... Sorry, try again. Well, that was fun. <laughs> That's kind of neat, though. I like that. Uh, and then, you know what? Since we're at it, I bought one this morning. Even though the contest is over, I'm still getting the cups. Let's flip this one open. Oh, shit. I spilled coffee. Uh, free coffee! <laughs> awesome! Well, that's a nice shot in the arm. I uh, got to add it to the other ones. And the grand total, the grand total... Of all my large cups, seven wins, 27 try-agains. And all my wins were free coffee. Not a free donut, not a free... Well, there's been other ones, but yeah. So, and you know, I, it doesn't matter. Each cup, I'm a winner. <laughs> my taste buds are winners because it's the best coffee you land. Go get, grab yourself a cup. And big news, right up until 10 p.m., uh, Selkirk and, and Isabel. Not Selkirk, Manitoba. In the city of Winnipeg, Selkirk and Isabel Avenue. One of the big five in the city is now open till 10 p.m. So there is a location after hours. Delicious. It's pretty cool. So I wanted to talk a little bit more about care failure of Dimanikin. And if you don't know who they are, Dimanikin is one of the best alternative hard rock and bands. Uh, uh, basically out of Toronto, care failure, uh, lead singer, vocalist, and really the band was care. Um, passed away, I guess, late March, March 26th, I believe, and um, I found out on April Fool's Day, yet I had, in no way did I think it was an April Fool's joke. Um, well, well respected and much loved in the Canadian, on the Canadian music scene, so much so she was a part of a super group for the hardcore I was going to say hardcore Logo 2 soundtrack, but that's not right. She is the star of Hardcore Logo 2, which didn't really hold up as a movie, you know, it, Bruce McDonald 
directed and uh, created Hardcore Logo, which is an amazing film if you haven't seen it. He made a sequel basically starring Care and Die Mannequin playing themselves. It's, it's, uh, but yeah, anyway, that's another story. Go watch it for sure. But um, the first Trailer Park Boys movie, the movie or whatever it was called, had a soundtrack which featured Big Dirty Band, which was members of Rush, um, Age of Electric, and Care as lead vocalist, which was really neat, really awesome. And uh, yeah, I was just, I loved their music right from the get-go. My buddy Jeff introduced me to them and uh, yeah, he. I just followed their careers, and I, on the Sunday Swallow, I talked about seeing their shows. But I wanted to bring up um, something really weird that I was I, I found, and it's just odd, I, I, strange. Kind of centers around maybe her death. I don't know. There hasn't been a you know it's, it's been a week, but there hasn't really been a, that. No one's announced the cause of death or how she was found or anything. At least that I can find online. But um, I was searching, you know, all I was doing is listening to her, her music and watching YouTube videos of her playing acoustic sets and just, you know, really remembering what an amazing talent and artist she was. And I came across uh, a page on YouTube that was very interesting. It, it said that it's a leaked seven, seven videos which were released only five days ago, or I guess now it had been seven days. And seven videos, and each video released, it was a leaked Die Mannequin song, I guess for a new album or something, a collaboration. And you never know, it could be fake, so I listened to them, and I'm like, sure sounds like Care Failure. Really, really sounds like her. So they seem legit, right? So I downloaded, as you, as you can do, you can download, uh, punch in YouTube to MP3 and use the website and just strip the audio of the video, which I did. Um, actually, I only got six out of the seven, I realized, the next day. So I went back to the web page and three of the videos were down. Only three were left, three, unfortunately, of the ones I received. And one that was missing was gone. And then checking today, the whole account is wiped. But what was interesting, and I wish I took a screenshot, what was interesting about it was the, the details or the notes on each video. The person who posted these videos said they received them from some fan in, I can't even remember, Switzerland or something. But it was really just kind of she was this person I think she, I think it's oh, I gotta find it what up yeah I had to, I had to go in my history browser and look it up the account was stadia 12 ace stadia X I I ace edit in actually I found her blog on the web and her name is pronounced Stacia AC Stacia AC and it says here that she is a Canadian female entertainer hailing from the slums of Canada that inspired an array of major artists over the years like Dana Dentata, Lil Nas X, Miranda Lambert, and more. And her, uh, her YouTube bio says 420-friendly, natural-born comedian artist, but bipolar and recently retired from the adult entertainment industry. 
And on her blog, blogger.com account, she basically just says that care failure was a copycat of her. But she says a lot, a lot of, about a lot of people. So as I said, I don't know if this is a joke. Edit out. Or the account actually was who the fuck is Stadia 12 Ace or something like that. And basically she was saying that there are three people responsible for uh, her ex-boyfriend's death and they will be punished and it, it was really odd especially the fact that it that care just died and these are put out either the day of or the day before or the day after her death was announced so it was just all really strange like and then like there were some other videos that I checked on the count it seemed like yeah stadia 12 ace was a rapper and I don't know if it was a joke I don't know if it was just to, if they're actually friends and she was fooling around, but it was just, the circumstances just seem so weird. And especially now that the whole thing is deleted, it's very odd and freaky, and uh, I don't know much to make of it, but I wish I took a screenshot. It's too bad. Yeah, so... There was another, yeah, I, on a, a couple of weeks ago on Tuesday Titter, I was talking about care failure and, you know, I wonder what she's up to because she, she used to post a lot on Instagram and just kind of stopped over the last year. And so I was just questioning like, when, where is she? When are we going to new, when are we getting a new album? It, it was so long since Neon Zero was released. And, uh, but luckily, uh, there was some a lot of videos posted on YouTube with her being interviewed and doing acoustic sets. One in particular on a balcony, which was great. Like she's just, yeah. So, um, but on my channel, on the Mantle Money Shot Podcast YouTube channel, I have a video of uh, a song off Neon Zero called "Knock Knock Me Out," and I thought I'd just talk talk about that video for a while because. I don't know, for some reason, listening to that album, the song knocked me out. Within a couple listens, I got an idea for a music video in my head. And of course, I don't know the band, I don't know Care, but I wanted to film it anyway, and like most things, it was it was just, I couldn't stop thinking about it until I'm like, alright, well I gotta film this, I'm gonna make a movie. I love making little fi little films, little movies, so at the time, I'm like, I can do this. I started shooting what was in my head and I think it turned out pretty good it's just a story about me waking up the songs about you know wanting to be someone else and in this case in the video I was like well I would I'd be the in the be the star of the video and it's about me wanting to be care failure and so when they played the the last one of the last shows at the zoo I was all amped up about asking the band to be in the video I was like looking at their tour you know, I see. I saw that they didn't even. They were leaving the next day, after their show in Winnipeg. So I'm like, I'm like, this is not gonna happen. <laughs> this is not gonna. They're not gonna come to my buddy's garage. Okay, if you watch the video, the video I made, at the end, um, me and the guys I jam with, uh, including Keener, friend of the show, love you, Keener. We all we're all jamming the song, and in the the very end of the song is uh, us turning into the band. So it would be like Care, and Kevy, and JC, and uh, the drummer, which I'm, I cannot remember his name right now, but I was that was the plan. And uh, once it didn't happen, I didn't even finish. I didn't even work on it. I'm like, oh, what do I do for an ending? And then I just thought, you yeah, know, I'll just reverse it. If you watch it, you you'll you'll see. 
It's still one of my favorite things I've ever done, by the way. Maybe I'll put a link on the Twitter account. Social medias for the Mental Money Shot podcast or Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Just Google that up. YouTube, I'm a, yeah, TikTok, Ron George Moore. Or Patreon.com, Ron George Moore, dollar a month, blah, blah, blah. So, on the day of the show, September 23rd, 2015, I, I knew going in, I'm not going to even ask them. <laughs> it's ridiculous. So dumb to do that. And uh, quite frankly, I, I, I got pretty blasted that night. So, uh, I just enjoyed the show. I, 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 uh, Kevy, Paul Anthony, friend of the show uh, in, in Vancouver, knows Kevy. So, I went up and said hi to Kevy and uh, bought one of his CDs just by giving him pretty much all the change in my pocket. Like, what a dude. Like, <laughs> that was amazing. And I've, tar- of course, talked to Care. Or I went up and we got a- I got a photo of her. You can check out those photos on, on the Instagram. And, uh, yeah, it's been kind of a bummer weekend because of it. But uh, her, you know... Thank goodness for the internet, because her music and legacy of Canadian rock will live on. And I, you know, yeah. Yeah. And speaking of music videos, the next one I've had in my head for three years, because I was going to start filming it at the beginning, uh, well, just before the pandemic arrived in uh, 2020, I guess. But I really want this, I have a Bazooka Joe track that, uh, or no, John Smith track, I should say, friend of the show. Uh, I wanted to, uh, I am, I really want to do a, a what's it called, a screwing the Pooch video from his, one of my favorite albums, Pinky's Laundromat. I have this, once again, I have this idea for the video that I want to shoot, and uh, it just requires a lot of people around me, so I've been putting it off and putting it off, and also at this point I would ask him, I'm not going to just do it, you know. <laughs> Uh, you could be like, uh, you know, keep your music video to yourself. But it's coming up on freaking 20 years. There's got to, hopefully it's a 20-year release. And I heard him say that he's got a pinky laundromat too in, in the works. So I'm looking forward to a lot of great work coming from the amazing Bazooka Joe 204. Okay, I guess that's about it. You know, it's, you know, I'm such, so flustered. And, uh just trying to distract myself and and uh yeah it was i did a uh, i was gonna say interview but the sean geek and fast fret podcast check that out is sean puts out i think two a week now but uh he asked if i uh you know want to be on the show and i'm like hell yeah i do and he's just like okay we're we're gonna zoom tomorrow and i was like okay and then that was it <laughs> so i said and then we just start talking it is exactly the format there's no real plan of action it's just talk 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 so it's about 80 percent kiss <laughs> and i think 20 percent podcast so yeah that's fine i'll put a link when that comes out too so uh yeah go check out his stuff and all his back catalog i'm always i'm a huge fan Okay, so have a great week, everyone. Stay warm. I know a big snowfall is happening. We're going to get like 15 inches of snow in April, which is wild, but not really unexpected here in the the uh, middle of the prairies. In April, for God's sakes. Okay, so thanks for listening. Um, go and get those shovels out of the shed and put them to good use over the next couple of days because it's coming down like so much volleyball okay there's a good reference to end the show 
See you on Friday. Bye.